0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Pixels Podcast. I'm your host, Brad, joined by my co-host Micah hey. and Carrie. Hey, what's up? Uh let's start. Well, actually, you know what? Before we get into the podcast, Carrie, yes, since you you're back for the first time in a while. I am. Uh, we have we have gotten to pimp uh your extra live stream
1: okay. at the end of the
0: podcast every week. But why don't you since it's the last chance for people to donate, why don't you talk about it up top?
1: Yeah, uh, I'm excited for it. So this is the sixth year that I've done Extra Life. Um, So I'm streaming this Saturday, I will be streaming Pokemon Crystal, which is my favorite of any of the Pokemon games. Um, Really excited. Um, I I love doing Extra Life. They're meant to be 24 hour streams. For me, it's usually like, I'll start at 10am, and we'll see how far I go. (laughs) But usually, with a Pokemon stream, that generally means I get through like the main story, I get all eight badges and defeat the Elite Four, and so on and so forth. But uh, yeah, um, a lot of our listeners have donated already, um, so that's super awesome, very kind of you. Uh, Right now, I I set my goal at 500, currently sitting at 415, um, which is, again, just awesome. Um, So yeah, um, over the last five years that I've done this, I have so far raised $2,905 for the Johns Hopkins Children's Center in Baltimore. And honestly, um, you know, this this year with things being how they are, you know, these, these kids' hospitals kind of need the assistance uh, kind of more than ever. Um, so... Uh, everything's tax deductible. So if you're into doing that, that's great. Um, but other than that, I mean, even if you can't donate, uh, feel free to tune in on my Twitch on Saturday, I'll be starting at 10. And, um, right now it looks like I will be starting with a totodial named after Andrew McCutcheon.
0: (laughs) 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 I, I take it. I take it. One of your, uh, Pennsylvania based friends, uh, donated heavily.
1: Yeah. My, uh, my good buddy, Sean uh through a hundred bucks at at this and uh there you so. go yeah i mean he was responsible for a few years ago when i when i ran crystal for extra life that i had to play with a um a, a bay leaf uh named after some other phillies player i can't even remember <laughs> At this point, he just knows that I don't like the Phillies. So he makes me do this when I have these Pokemon runs.
0: And you can uh, no. you can find a link to Carrie's Extra Life page in the show notes or on densepixels.com slash fans. Uh, and as well as a link to her Twitter page on the show notes as well. Uh, while we're here. So I, I continue to be somewhat annoyed that Nintendo keeps referring to the Hyrule Warriors game that's coming out as a Breath of the Wild prequel, though I know that it is, in terms of the story, it just bugs me because it's it's a Hyrule Warriors game. It's not a yeah. it's not a Zelda game. Yeah, but you've been playing uh, the demo.
1: I did. Yeah, I've put a decent amount of time into the demo at this point. Um, you get three characters in the demo. You start with Link, of course, uh, and then you get access to both Impa and Zelda. And it is a lot of fun. I am not the biggest fan of Muso games in general. Um, they've just never really been my thing. Um, and I wasn't even huge into the first Hyrule Warriors. But this being what it is, it's direct ties to Breath of the Wild. Um, I'm fully in. Um, playing as Impa and playing as Zelda is super, super fun. Um and all of the experience and, and whatnot you gain in the demo will carry on into the full version of the game when it releases in uh, just a couple weeks now. So
0: Is it is it coming out this year?
1: Yeah, it's okay. coming out this month. Damn, okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Very good, very good. Um, before we get into Micah's uh, thoughts on Watchdogs Legion, I've been playing more Risk of Rain 2 and Dead Cells. More to say more about Risk of Rain. Um, cause I finally unlocked some extra characters and, uh, boy, does that change how that game plays pretty significantly. Like, like the characters. So the general character you start out with is, is a, is a commando class, which is a very, very general, like run and shoot and slide and shoot things harder kind of class just to kind of teach you the ropes. Um, but then the second class you unlock is like this robot that moves very slowly uh, except there he has a sprint button that lets you barrel into enemies causing them damage um, he has a primary and secondary attack that you can switch in between um, one of them's like a machine gun the other one's like a single shot that's much more powerful but takes longer to reload uh, he's a lot of fun to play with I was like melting bosses uh playing as him early on which is really fun he also has my longest run into the game I think I made it to the fourth stage with him there's five total before you fight a um an end boss, or you can, instead of fighting the end boss, you can loop back around to the beginning again as it goes. So that he was a lot of fun. And then there's a Huntress that I unlocked, um, which, again, also plays incredibly differently. She's like a glass cannon, but she has, like, incredibly quick movement speed. Uh, she has, like, an arrow storm that she can use. She has seeking arrows so that you can strafe and not really have to worry about aiming so much. Um, you can just kind of, like, it locks on to any targets that are in your general uh, field of view. Um, but again, she's very difficult to play with because she does not have a lot of health and is not (laughs) exactly going to stand up to, uh, going toe to toe with like a boss creature, especially and stuff like that. So game's really cool. Again, if you're looking for something fun to play, um, that's, that's a little bit different, a little bit off the beaten path. Uh, I definitely recommend checking out risk of rain too. Uh, it's pretty difficult. Um, it's not an easy game, but, uh, it's, it is still a fun game to, to kind of get the hang of. Uh, and I'd say, but, but out of the two between that and Dead Cells, I've probably been enjoying Risk of Rain to a smidge more. Um, but Dead Cells just works better for like as a lunch as a lunch break game. You know, you can get one or two runs in while you're uh, while you're eating lunch. Uh, Micah, you have been playing uh, Watch Dogs Legion, which I've heard mixed reviews about from from folks out in the community.
2: It's um, it's not bad. Uh, I'm in, I'm enjoying it. Um, I haven't really kind of taken a big dive into the story because like the gimmick of the game is that you, well, let me, let me read the setting from Wikipedia. (laughs) Uh, Watch Dogs Legion takes place in a fictionalized representation of a near future London circa late 2020s, early 2030s. Um, This, uh, this game from the, company that does not like to make political statements uh, in their games um, (laughs) is it focuses on uh, a a hacker group called Antifa I I mean DedSec uh, a hacker group consisting of various branches across the world uh, that utilize uh, technology um, to to uh, defeat their enemies Albion a private military corporation who has taken over the police not political at all um and a criminal syndicate um it's um i can't really speak too much on the story although they do have um <laughs> i i i like i like open world games right and and first thing i did because i've been to london once and the first thing i did was i went to go see if i could find the hotel that we stayed in <laughs> And uh, we did, and it's actually a hotel like in the game, which is kind of cool. Um, they also have um, very uh, uniquely colored uh, black and white uh, signs about you know like freeing londoners from from uh, from an oppressive police state. Um, Look, Black Lives Matter doesn't own the colors black and white. <laughs> but, you know, it just, it, it's just it's just funny. <laughs> you know? It's just funny. Um, and uh, we see people, we see uh, people, uniformed officers. I mean, they're not the London police. They are apparently too incompetent. They have been taken over by these other uniformed officers harassing people mm. in the streets are
0: they, are mm. are they are they wearing identification or no like is it's not clear if that's uh, the some case of them are ah, okay
2: <laughs> in this <Huh>. game political <laughs> not really um anyway um it, it's it's it, the the story i haven't really been able to get into it because i've been doing um what they call recruitment missions so the, the, the gimmick with this game is that you can recruit pretty much any NPC you see walking around. And um, it is... It, it, some people are... It's just like real life, right? There, Some people are pretty good. Some people aren't worth recruiting at all. Like, I hate to be ageist, but, you know, see an old man walking, the, you can recruit him if you want. But he has no appreciable skills, right? Like they say, okay, here's a positive thing. Here's a negative thing. Positive thing. He's a really nice guy, right? And then the <laughs> negative thing, he has low mobility because he's an old guy. Right. Um, and then some people just have like spray cans. Right. But then there are, you know, the select few that are really, really good. Right. One of them's a super spy because it's mm. London. So, you know, spies, and um but you can recruit anybody um and that's what i've been kind of doing is just finding people that i think might have appreciable skills and uh recruiting them um the, the thing i like about this series is that is the tech romancy of it right like everyone has a magic cell phone that allows them to pretty much do anything right
0: <laughs> you would you would like, think that the fascist uh, paramilitary organization would have made sure to confiscate all the magic phones, but I guess they couldn't stop that from <laughs> happening.
2: <laughs> you would think, but uh, but apparently not. Uh, phones can hack into doors, hack into cars, hack into the drones, the automated drones <laughs> that, uh, that the police state have. They can hack into the Amazon drones that uh, or, excuse me, the Parcel Fox <laughs> drones that they have. Um, and, um, the thing about this game is like every encounter is like a puzzle and you can use the tools at your disposal and the tools that you, and the inherent traits that the person that you are currently playing has in order to try and infiltrate certain buildings or get certain information or complete certain missions and stuff like that. Right. Um, and I really like that. It's really it's a fun game to play. Um, it, it looks it, it don't look that great to me, <laughs> um, and I think it's the R style. Um, the lip syncing is off. It's it's like a millisecond off. But when sync when lip syncing is off,
1: it's enough. Like when it's off by just a little bit, it's it's enough to make you feel queasy watching yep, it. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yep. And that's exactly what happens here um load times are you know you can switch to any person at any time once you've recruited them but it has to load that character which kind of until you get a ps5 like apparently <laughs> so, it's uh it's an okay game like i said i don't really have too much to say about it right now if um if if this game grabs me you know and hooks me like ghost of Tsushima did or like uh, hades did i'll i'll talk more about it but Uh, if you're not a if you're not like a fan you can kind of hold off until this goes on sale Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um if you are a fan you probably already have it and uh it's an okay game it's a solid game
1: it's funny
0: it's funny because i hear that the the ability to recruit anyone most people say it's both the best and worst thing about the game because it's cool that you can do it and it gives you like a personal sense of attachment to your team but at the same time since there's no central character driving the narrative it kind of is hollow in that sense
2: like i find myself using one particular person right and and um or i bounce around between like two or three of them right like i have a guy who is good at stealth he's my he's my like main guy I have a no, the construction worker is my main person because she is incredibly overpowered, right? She can call a drone that you can jump on and go anywhere with. And she hits people over the head with a wrench and she's Jamaican. Okay. So <laughs> um it's weird, right? Because there's like there's like thousands of lines of dialogue, but the way that they different but they don't have thousands of actors right to mm. play all these people so they just kind of they use voice modulation to modulate different voices um sometimes it works and sometimes it really doesn't work uh when you get Jamaicans that sound like robots like that's not it, it doesn't it doesn't work but uh blow me oh, want that like all right that that doesn't work
1: i don't love that <laughs>
2: But uh, yeah, it's it's a cool gimmick. But um, I would uh, I would prefer a central character to play around.
0: So, uh, PlayStation bringing the heat for November when it comes to PlayStation Plus. There's a lot to go over here. Uh, first of all, on PS4, uh, you get Shadow of War, the sequel to uh, Shadow of Mordor. Uh, a good game we've talked about it on the show before. Uh, You also get Hollow Knight, uh, Voidheart Edition, a game that I was not a fan of, but I'm in the minority in that camp. Uh, Hollow Knight is considered by most to be very good if you like Metroid-style games. Uh, It's also very pretty. It's got, like, a gothic art style to it. Pretty cool. Those are both free on PS4. They're playable on PS5 when PS5 comes out. And then we found out that on PS5 on launch day, if you have PlayStation Plus, you're going to get bug snacks for free. (laughs)
1: I'm actually a little excited
0: about this. I'm I'm a little curious about Bug Snacks. I was considering buying it when the PS5 came out.
1: Uh, I have some uh, inside info from a friend of mine who already has a PS5. Yeah. Uh, and for review purposes, um, who said that uh, uh, Bug Snacks is quote super fucking cute, and uh, he thinks it will be a big time cult hit. Probably not mainstream, but you know, good good, good enough to have a solid fan base build up around. It.
0: So, so what you're telling me is a game that is going to be a great game to get for free and yeah. feel like you got your money's worth out of, uh, mm-hmm. out of a free game. So, yep. so that's available. Uh, notable, though, that the PS4 version of Bug Snacks is not going to be available for free. This is a PS5 exclusive deal. Mm. Uh, they've also revealed the games that are going to be available as the part of the PlayStation Plus Collection. Now, for those of you that have not been following on the podcast, uh, PlayStation Plus Collection is going to be 20 games. That are offered to PS5 buyers for free, as yeah. long as you have PlayStation Plus. Yeah. Here's the list. Uh, we're A lot gonna of good st- games. A lot of great games. Uh, we're going to start with the Sony exclusive games first. Uh, you have Bloodborne, Days Gone, Detroit Become Human, God of War, Infamous Second Son, Ratchet and Clank, The Last Guardian, The Last of Us Remastered, Part 1, Until Dawn, and Uncharted 4. Now, we thought that would be the majority of what it was. We figured it would be PlayStation exclusives. Oh, contraire.
1: No, it's like 50-50. There's exactly. 10
0: more third-party games that you get for free as well. Here are those games. Batman Arkham Knight, Battlefield 1, Call of Duty Black Ops 3, the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, Fallout 4, Final Fantasy XV Royal Edition, Monster Hunter World, Mortal Kombat 10, Persona 5, and Resident Evil 7. And you get this just by getting a PS5 and signing up for PlayStation Plus, which if you're getting a PS5, chances are pretty good that yeah. you're already a PS
1: PlayStation Plus subscriber. Look, by by getting this collection, um, you're getting two of what I would say are easily the top five <laughs> games of this generation in Monster Hunter World and Persona 5. Um, yeah. By the way, if you get this and, like, you haven't played Persona 5 yet and then you don't play Persona 5 when they're giving it to you for free, um, never speak to me again.
0: I feel, I feel like you're calling me and partially Micah to the canvas here.
1: Um, <laughs> I played Persona 5. I have
2: finished Persona 5. Yeah. Persona 5 is, like, it feels like it's going to be, like, 100 hours.
1: It me. is. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> like eighty to hundred hours. I finished it, sucks, it in like I was,
2: sixty. I was really getting into it, man. Yeah. I was really it's it's into
1: good. It. It, it is long.
0: Um I'm just saying we're getting the royal edition of Final Fantasy 15. You couldn't spring for the Royal of Persona 5. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. I mean
1: that's a that's like that's a fair point. Um I don't know. I wonder if it was just like too close to
0: it's possible. The
1: release date.
0: Uh that's hella because
1: Persona Five Royal came out less than a year ago. Yes. So
0: uh, that's a hell of a deal. Um, yeah, great way to, like I said, while while the while the lineup for PS5 is a little bare, little threadbare, uh, a great way to catch up. Because again, these most of the games here are like, especially on the Sony exclusive side, with a few exceptions, are like the tentpole games of the generation for PlayStation. You're not missing much.
1: You're missing God of War.
0: Not even Got of words on the list.
1: Oh, is it? Yeah, you're, mis-
0: you're missing Ghost wow, of Tsushima. Right. You're missing that's Last it. of Us Part Two. That's pretty much that's pretty much it, as yep. far as Sony stuff goes. Um, hell of a deal, hell of a deal. So, like I said, if you're getting a PS5, uh, make sure you claim your PlayStation Plus collection games, uh, and like I said, it'll give you something to do uh, during the downtimes. Uh, games with Gold has been announced for November <laughs> as well.
1: Games with Gold sounds like the Price is Right losing horn after that. I mean, <laughs> well, so I, it, 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 it,
0: Carrie, I, I feel like you're judging him too harshly. You don't even know what's going to be in the mix here. So <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's see what we got. So starting, <laughs> starting on November 1st, and, and now again, I have to remind you that this is the Games with Gold that's debuting the Xbox One series consoles. Uh, starting November 1st through November 30th, you can download... Origami, not origami, Origami Shadow Edition for the Xbox One.
1: Sure.
2: That's not a bad game, but it's... It's it's not a bad game. Well, Micah... (laughs) Micah, just...
1: It's not Persona 5!
0: No, it's it's not that. (laughs) But... uh. It's not that, but don't fret, Micah, because starting on November 16th and through December 15th, (laughs) You can download the multiplayer underwater shooter Swim Sanity for the Xbox One. <laughs> what a what a swim sane deal. Swim Sanity for free. <laughs> gonna, yeah. Also uh also downloadable from the 1st through the 15th, uh the original Xbox classic Full Spectrum Warrior available for free with your Games with Gold. And or then the people uh,
1: demanded is full spectrum. They warrior. they
0: pounded their fist on the table and said, "I want full spectrum warrior to come out right mm-hmm. now." And then November sixteenth through thirtieth, you get Lego Indiana Jones one for free yep. on Xbox three sixty as well. A game that was packed in with many a three sixty console back in the day.
2: Yeah, well, with Kung Fu a, Panda. You no, know, it's not there's even. A, it's not even like the the last crusade lego last crusade
0: <laughs> Micah, i feel like you are uh you're shitting on the offerings that microsoft is giving here i'll have you know that the games listed in this deal have an $84.96 value oh and, according to who and, according to microsoft and <laughs> they had get, Micah, you can get 3000 gamer score from these games
1: <laughs> i just... i remember when people cared about gamer score <laughs> It was about the time that Indiana Jones Lego first came out. So People uh, last cared about Gamer Score.
0: <laughs> so there you go. So if you're if you're if you're an Xbox Live Gold subscriber or a Game Pass Ultimate subscriber, Ooh. what a what a uh, great a lineup of games. You're uh, act act soon to make sure that you get Away Camp, Butcher's Cut, Made of Skur, and Costume Quest, which are going away soon <laughs> 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 on the Xbox One console. Oh, coming out of the gate strong! I got to tell you, more new releases. Uh, Bakugan: Champions of Estroia comes to the Nintendo Switch. Dirt Five comes to PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Need for Speed: Hot Pursuit remastered comes to PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Did
1: they already remaster Hot Pursuit?
0: No, not Hot Pursuit. They did. Uh, I, I you, or you might be conflating it with the Burnout Paradise.
1: No, they did the the original Hot Pursuit was Need for Speed 3, and then they came out with Need for Speed Hot Pursuit again in 2010, and yeah. that's what I'm thinking. No,
0: of. that was not a remaster. That was a, okay. that was a new game. It was a uh, new Hot Pursuit. So this same, is
1: a remaster of the, the 2010, 2010 game, game, which
0: is arguably, of the modern Need for Speeds, I would say the
1: best one. Probably one of the better entries. <laughs> yeah. I just remember working at GameStop when Hot Pursuit came out. Yes,
0: it's a good time. Tropica 6 comes to Nintendo Switch and then Paw Patrol Mighty Pups Save Adventure Bay comes to PS4, wow. Xbox One, Switch, and PC.
1: Here's a fun Tropico fact for you. Um, Lou Bega of <laughs> Mambo Number 5 fame is a playable dictator in that game. What?
2: <laughs> Yo, <know>,
1: what?
0: <laughs> is the develop is like the director of the game a close personal friend with Lou Bega because that's the only I, way that I could foresee that being how that would have come about
1: hmm Yeah. Um, <laughs> Lou, Lou Bega. Um, he was included as part of a licensing deal that saw Bega's song uh, Club Elita... I don't know. It's not even the one that anybody wants. Yeah. That, <laughs> that, that, that saw Bega's song integrated into the German release of Tropico. What?
2: So bizarre. <laughs> yeah. Everything about that story is...
1: Live, laugh, Lou Bega, baby. I hope,
0: I hope that if... if if Lubega is your dictator in that game, everything that you purchase is preceded with a little bit of, and then the item listed <laughs> that it is, it's the only appropriate way to, uh, to do that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. A little bit
1: of communism. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a strong, it's
0: a strong show title contender. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Go to uh, YouTube. I don't know how to do that. I okay, okay. can't transition from that to this. So go to YouTube.com slash pixels and subscribe. Click the bell notification icon to be <laughs> notified of uh, all the happenings. Um, you can uh, subscribe to the TMP Studios podcast wherever you get your podcasts, including The Apocalypse, Black on Black Cinema, uh, Coming Distractions, and the weekly preview episode of Look Forward. Go to densepixels.com slash premium, and for $5 a month or $50 a year, you get access to the premium slate of podcast content, including the airing of Grievances, No Time to Bleed, The Men with the Golden Tongues, Upstage Conversation, and four episodes of the Look Forward Political Podcast. Just a straight read today. All right, fair enough.
1: La- latest episode of Upstage just dropped. So
2: did. Sweeney
0: Todd, correct? Yes. Yeah.
1: Jay and I watched Sweeney Todd. Yeah. Um, Featuring Johnny Depp doing his best Jack White impression. <laughs> <laughs> always wanted to watch
2: that
0: movie. And uh, probably a good time to put in, if you guys are listening to this podcast on the day of release, uh, Jay and I and possibly uh, Andy sporadically are live streaming election coverage. So mm. we can either see uh, – be join us to either see the uh, restoration of democracy or the circling the drain of America – uh, if you want to get information on how to join us for the live stream, make sure you join the Look Forward fan group, uh, lookforwardshow.com slash fans, uh, or follow us on Twitter and DM the Look Forward Twitter account for more information. Uh, people are trash. We know this. Uh, it's something that's been a theme of the show for the nearly eight years that we've been doing it. Uh, apparently, people. some people are very upset about the uh, latest Cyberpunk delay. Of course, we talked about it last week. Uh, Delayed by three weeks. We had some fun uh, at the expense of the uh, Cyberpunk developers. But uh, one thing we did not do was threaten their lives. But apparently some people, because they can't uh, act like human adults, uh, have levied death threats against people that work at CD Projekt Red uh, just for delaying the game. Uh, Senior game designer, Andre Zawadzki had to take to Twitter to try to calm fans down. Uh, he said, "Quote: I understand you're feeling angry, disappointed, and want to voice your opinion about it being the cyberpunk delay. However, sending death threats to the developers is absolutely unacceptable and just wrong. We are people, just like you. I don't understand why people continue doing this. I also don't understand why you'd be threatening the developers. Like if like I if you were were mad at anybody." Right. I would think that, like, management would be
1: right. who you're upset with. I think people should be upset with management anyway, given everything that we know about CD Projekt's Red's uh, crunch culture, as far as this game is concerned, and as far as all of their other games have been concerned as well. Um, yeah, the whole the whole thing about this game's development is that it feels like it's been in crunch this entire year uh and they probably shouldn't have set the release date when they did
0: mm. maybe
1: they should have finished their fucking game before setting a release date but again it's thought.
0: but like as we've talked about before that's that's not a feasible thing to do um no, I spe- mean, especially for a company that's a publicly traded company SC no product, that's also it true right.
1: it just I feel like all sides of this equation are less than uh, less than acceptable. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I don't like CG project Red's culture of crunch. Um, I, I don't like the entitled baby men fans of theirs who think that they get to snap their fingers and make a video game happen. Um yeah, I just I don't love it. They don't deserve death threats over it, but um I I think this constant like oh we're going to push things back a little bit. Okay, well we need a little bit more time. Or uh, three more weeks. Um it's it's such a very obvious symptom of mismanagement as far as how this game's development has gone. So I don't
2: know. Yeah, I I um i agree with you i i uh i i don't um i mean i guess if i have to place blame at anybody it'll be the death threat people in you this doing?
1: situation like they are the biggest assholes for sure
2: right um, like i don't give a fuck how, how many times you delay your game you like you aren't entitled to anything man uh, it, yeah no one's entitled to anything in this world man mm. And and um, there are very very few people that deserve death threats, <laughs> and and the people that make the product that you are going to consume is not one of them. Yeah, like, I'm gonna kill you if you don't hurry up and give me the thing that I. And Wait, that it doesn't from, make any fucking sense
1: either, right? Right. Like, right. like well, you better watch yourself. This game doesn't come out or what? Or like what, what are you going to do? And You're the still not going to have gonna your fucking off? game, <laughs> right?
2: Like, like people don't <laughs> people aren't thinking through these things, man. Um, I is it is it is it pre-order culture also? Well, one, it's 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 just regular human nature, right? Mm-hmm. Like that. Like let's just, I I completely understand that, right? I I have been the person screaming from the mountaintops. Uh, that not everybody deserves a platform, and I know how ironic that sounds. <laughs> but at the same time, um, is it pre-order culture, right? Like, when you pre-order a game, you quote-unquote bought it or whatever, and with the promise of a release date being this day, and then people just flip out? Like I, Like, I understand not getting something when you thought you were going to get it, especially... Mm. In this case, where these people are like, it'll come out in April. It'll come out in November. It'll Here, come out. In, no, it'll come out in April. It'll come out in September. It'll come, it'll come out come in out November. November. It'll come out in December. Micah, I'm, I'm going
0: to throw a bucket of water on that sentiment because you and I, especially, have a directly relatable thing that we can go to because No Time to Die was originally slated to come out in April of this year. And they had to bump it back to November because of COVID. And they bumped it back again to next April. And the difference between No Time to Die and fucking Cyberpunk, No Time to Die is in the fucking can. They (laughs) they can release the movie literally whenever they want to. They're only moving it for financial considerations because they want to make sure that it has the biggest release possible. Yeah. Do you see me and Micah threatening death? To the broccoli family and, and, and the right. fucking Sony Pictures Studio. Watch your ass, right. G You're
1: to
2: fucking watch it, bro.
0: Like I um, We're disappointed. Like no one's saying you can't be disappointed about the fact that the the date for the game keeps moving. But act like a fucking grown up. Like right. it's, it's, I, I think
1: it's, to a point, like the 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 thing that people seem to take the most issue with is that like. CD Project Red's like fucking like social media front said in October um oh no further delays.
0: Right like, and 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 that is an absolute thing that you can hit them on and hold yeah. them accountable to. Right but I
1: I think I that's that's sort of where the line is right it's like hold them accountable for publicly saying hey We're not gonna have any more delays, and then like forty-eight hours later, being like, "We're delaying the game another three weeks." Right. Um, but like, it's fucking. You gotta draw the line at fucking death threats. Well, and and again, it's so fucking stupid because one, no, you're not going to go to this person's house and beat them half to death over a fucking video game. You're just uh, mad online about it. Um, uh,
2: I I don't know. I mean, I had to cut you off, but like, we we did a story a couple of weeks ago where. Some guy uh, threatened some some YouTuber mm. and went to his house and 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 looking for a fight or whatever. Like, so I, I don't put anything past anybody. I I I I ninety percent. I ninety nine percent agree with you. No, there's there's always going like, to be the baby.
1: one fucking lunatic that takes it right. too far. Right.
0: Um, and, and but here's the thing. So if you want to hold them accountable, you can do what a lot of people did. And that is sell off their fucking stock because their market price, again, CD Projekt Red, a publicly traded company, uh, fell 25% in the wake of the stories about long six-day work weeks and the constant delays to the game. Yeah. Um, the company that's was – That's it, a big That's drop. a significant fucking drop. It's a significant fucking drop. Mm-hmm. Uh, they went from a peak of uh, 7.4 billion pounds, which is $9.6 billion in August – Uh, And now it's – and shares were selling for about $116 a piece. Uh, Now share price has tumbled down to $85 for Seed Project Red because a lot of people with the mismanagement, with all the stories that are going on, it's like, I don't see the stock appreciating and they fucking bailed.
1: Right, especially after fucking CEO went in front of stockholders and was like – crunch isn't that bad and <laughs> our employees actually enjoy it Well, their employees have been working mandatory six days a week for the last two and a half months or something like that yeah to get this game finished and then of course the ceo then had to send an email to staff being like that was demeaning of me and i shouldn't have said it like <laughs> no shit
2: yeah yeah i don't but know we like but we like cd Project. Like that's because, Here, because here's the thing
1: like, content, like, like I that. liked the Witcher three I didn't finish it, and I haven't pre-ordered cyberpunk because I don't love the company culture like mm-hmm. that's a game that i I'm like if I buy it at all, I am going to wait until it is on like fucking half off kind of sale because mm-hmm. for me it's like I hate the culture. I hate the crunch culture. I hate reading what I keep reading online from current and former employees at CD Project Red where they're like we're fucking miserable. We're miserable. All day long we're miserable and we're here 6 days a week trying to get this this game out. And nobody appreciates it. Right. Like
0: And again, if if it upsets you that much as a consumer, your choices are to not buy it or to buy it. That's those are those are the two choices you have. And mm-hmm. if you're that displeased with it, then by all means, don't buy the game. Um, unfortunately, that also kind of invalidates all the hard work that the people that are suffering the crunch does. But mm. that's that's your prerogative as a consumer. You know, I'm on, I'm
2: on this guy's Twitter, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, he shows uh, he shows some of the, as he calls it, mildest messages that some of them got. Uh, I know where you live, bro. Release the game, or you're why oh you are finished um release cyberpunk or you and your family will be persecuted um is that how you spell persecuted
0: i don't uh, um, considering the guy doesn't know what
2: persecuted means um, yeah. apparently <laughs> uh, i will burn you alive if you don't release the game uh yeah this is come on no, come on like what do you what do you get out of this like, misguided
0: catharsis. That's about it. Yeah. That's about it. <sighs> Jesus Christ. So, and, and again, it, ju- it just goes to the fact that we, we we forget, or we just don't give a shit, because you're a fucking sociopath, but you forget that there's human beings on the other side of these fucking vessels. Mm-hmm. Um, again, no one's saying you shouldn't be disappointed. We were all disappointed when we heard the news, or at least Mike and I were, because we plan on buying that game and, and enjoying it. But that's as far as you could take it. And again, if it upsets you that much, vote with your wallet. Uh vote with your investment money if you happen to be investing in the Polish stock market. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then uh and then go from there. Um but again, it's it's just ridiculous that we continue to have stories uh, like this persisting. Um it just it drives me insane. It's it's it, we are lucky that game developers have such a passion for game development because no one in their right fucking mind should want to work in this industry. I swear to God. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, speaking of delays, uh, Ubisoft, uh, probably not surprising anybody, uh, has delayed Far Cry 6 and Rainbow Six quarantine, uh, past April of next year. They have not announced release dates for either, but considering that Ubisoft has been delaying pretty much every game that's in their catalog, uh, probably due very much to COVID situations and also, you know, company culture and upheaval as far as personnel goes, uh, this should not come as a surprise, uh, to anybody, um, you got you gotta imagine their cynical marketing people are really upset though that Rainbow Six quarantine has been delayed, that they can't get it out in time <laughs> during uh during current events. It'd be like that. They would be, trust me. Yeah. Uh with the PlayStation 4 console, uh just uh less than a fortnight away, uh no pun intended, uh nearly 114 million PlayStation 4 systems have shipped, according to Sony, uh, therefore officially making it the second most successful. Uh, game console of all time, behind only the PlayStation Two. Very impressive number. So, uh, and speaking of the PS4, Jim Ryan, the CEO of Sony Interactive Entertainment, says that the PS4 will be supported uh, through 2022. Uh, it's about in line with most consoles, I think, as far as dovetailing uh, software support for those Two systems. Years. Right? Sure. That's that's about all it needs. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo stealth dropped a Nintendo Direct. Uh, that was exclusively focused on third parties. Um, We're just going to run... Their
1: partner showcase. Yeah.
0: We're just going to run through it real quick. Um, Carrie talked about the Hyrule Warriors demo, which was made available as a result of this. Uh, Hitman 3 and Control are both coming to the Nintendo Switch, but very interestingly, uh, they're available through cloud play. You're not going to play them natively on the system. You have to stream them uh, through the cloud, which is a very interesting way to handle... Uh, some higher resource games for the system. So be curious to see how that goes. Um, No More Heroes 1 and 2 are now available on the Nintendo Switch and in anticipation of the third one uh, coming next year. Uh, They also talked about Bravely Default 2, which got its Mm. uh, release date moved back a little bit to February 26th of next year.
1: Yeah, I won't be buying that day one. Bravely, like the original Bravely Default remains, I think, one of my all-time greatest gaming disappointments no mm-hmm.
2: um, Yo, you are not lying that,
1: that was... game that that game was so fucking disrespectful of the player's time period
2: <laughs> Yo, I, I was i didn't know what was going on like i thought i was taking crazy pills yeah and and the fact that that game is just like
1: it's artificially inflated by about 50 percent in mm-hmm. terms of the game length. and it didn't have to be.
2: Now right? I hear I hear both of you
0: upset about this, and it feels like what you're leaning towards doing is not buying Bravely Default 2. But have here's you can cons- have you? There's con-
1: a demo available yeah. of Bravely Default 2.
0: Yeah. I say right. Right. Well, I was gonna say, have uh, you considered send- since you are gonna buy the game. have you considered sending the developers of Bravely Default death threats to voice your disappointment? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, good. Well, that's a- <laughs> I feel like that's a plus. Um, <laughs> there's a new story of Seasons game. Uh, Pioneers of Olive Town, which is coming uh, 23rd of March in 2021. <sighs> as Carrie is quick to remind you, Story of Seasons, the real Harvest Moon.
1: Yeah, Story of Seasons is the real Bokujou Monogatari. Um, it's uh, it's interesting. I have been largely disappointed with the Story of Seasons games um, for about the last five years. I, I don't really think many of them have been um, particularly high quality um, it kind of feels like they've been just sort of mailing it in, um, but uh we'll see. um, I did think this looked a a little better than some other recent releases, so I'll have to see what reviews are like.
0: uh they also showed a post apocalyptic survival adventure game called Surviving the aftermath, which is coming next spring and uh exciting news for me, uh Griftlands. Uh, A deck-building roguelike game that has been getting some buzz on Steam is coming to the Nintendo Switch next summer. Uh, I'd really like to play that game, but it is not available for Mac. So I remain Mm. disappointed to be able to do that. So that was your third-party direct. Uh, Halo Infinite's director has departed 343 Studios, but he is still with Microsoft. Uh, Chris Lee has decided to leave uh, the development studio. Um, Basically, Joe Staten, who was the... Uh, for formerly a bungee, uh, came in to help the campaign, and then Pierre Hintz was came and brought in to help the multiplayer of the game. Uh, but Chris Lee, who has been with 343 since 2008, uh, decided to quote step back from infinite and look at future opportunities. Uh, this is a, I don't know how much impact this is actually going to have because I would imagine that the game is pretty much done at mm. this point. Um, the fact that they brought in two people uh, to basically run each aspect of the game, uh, in some ways kind of cutting his knees out, uh, probably led a lot to this decision. Uh, he's not the first uh, major uh, 343 studio head to leave during the development of Infinite. Um, it's never a good thing when a game loses their director, but this late in the progr- the process, I don't know if this is going to be hugely impactful.
2: I, yeah, I, I agree. I, it's the, this game is probably, it, it would be like, no, I don't, I, no, that's the wrong analogy. But like you said, the game is probably damn near ready, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it was originally scheduled to, to release next week.
1: Well, oh, so. I mean, they still haven't confirmed a new release date. They're just like, sometime in 2021. Um, I don't know like it it feels like you know, given that we we had like gameplay reveal come out and fan reaction to the gameplay reveal was not great. <laughs> um, I wonder how much of an overhaul they're going to to give to the gameplay to try and meet fan expectation for this game. was it the
2: gameplay or just the way it looks? like it it looks like it plays like halo i think the thing that people were kind of like underwhelmed by you know you're touting the most powerful system ever right and it looks like halo one and it it gives you that feeling that you had when you when you jumped on halo one and um you know i i don't uh, the way the thing looks i mean i you know i'd have to see it on like a on like a decent like screen and hmm. but I, I i don't i don't know if what kind of i don't know what kind of uh like it looks like it plays like halo and from what they're saying it's gonna be open world halo i mean maybe that's where the whole you know the power of the system system comes in but um Maybe you're right. Maybe maybe we'll get a maybe we'll get like a graphical overhaul of this thing. Yeah. Um, d- <laughs> okay. All right. I don't I know. Mean,
0: I mean, thank God you have all those fantastic games with the gold that are coming, <laughs> like Aragavi. <laughs> Otherwise, you'd really be screwed if you were buying an Xbox Series X. I mean, there's always all the Xbox One games that'll run really well, so. Uh this week, in this week's edition of uh, Democrats fucking get it, uh the Joe Biden campaign has developed has made a Fortnite map.
1: <laughs> no malarkey station. <laughs> uh, None you, malarkey.
0: <laughs> if you go to uh they, they made this in, in creator mode or creative mode, uh it's called the Build Back Better with Biden uh map. Uh if you check out the map, there's six challenges that'll help promote uh the Biden campaigns. Build back better policy agenda. Uh, there's ice cream slides that you can slide down. Uh, you can find Kamala Harris' sneakers around the city. And they said there's about 20 to 30 minutes of content on the map. Uh, the Biden family dogs, Champ and Major, have their own homes set up as well in the map as well. Uh, make sure you don your character uh, with a sweet pair of aviators when you go to check out the uh, the Biden map, though. Uh, look, hot on the heels of fucking the Biden Animal Crossing Island and AOC playing Among Us on Twitch right. again. Democrats fucking know how to get out the young voter. Or at least try to. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and uh, they they're doing it in a way that isn't like super fucking cringy.
0: No, this either. is not Pokemon Go to the polls. This is
1: no, right? <laughs> this is Like this, yeah. this is such a step up from four years ago. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's uh. I don't know, like the, the, the animal crossing yard signs that you can put up, uh, that they released and whatnot. Like, you know, it's, it's on trend and it speaks to a younger generation in a way that doesn't necessarily feel like ham-fisted pandering, Mm -hmm. you know, like, so I don't know. Hey, good for them. Hopefully it works. Right, like, <laughs> I don't feel great about this week, guys. I'm gonna be real with you.
0: <laughs> nor, nor, nor should you, because
2: yeah, fear, I'm fear to have everything. Have to, uh, yeah.
1: Quit my day job and go live in the woods as a bog witch. So.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm staying the furthest thing from woods as I possibly can
1: um okay you see i'm white exactly so. <laughs> that, that was my
2: point <laughs> um did we do all the stories that's it that's that's, it. that's, that's it. the that's news the that's it. um the word amazon means many different things to many different people amazon could mean a tribe of warrior women from greek mythology It could mean a rainforest in South Africa, uh, South Africa, South America. It can be a line of comics that just kind of squished Marvel and DC characters together for some strange reason. Or it could be a multinational technology company that's going to rule us all. (laughs) (laughs) And we here at Dense Pixels like to think that uh, we, we, we welcome our... Our, our the benevolent, benevolent overlords. Overlords. <laughs> <laughs> And we urge you to go to densepixels.com slash Amazon for all of your Amazon purchases. When you go there and you pay fealty to the Bezos, <laughs> it won't cost you anything extra and you will be helping us out. Go to densepixels.com slash Amazon and pay fealty.
0: <laughs> like I said, he's got enough money. Give some to us. <laughs> uh, there's no uh, there's no headline story this week, so we take it to the Dense Pixels Post Office. We start with Matthew, former colleague of mine. What's up, Matthew? Do you see home consoles eventually becoming more modular, so that upgrades become more frequent and more people paying more for the upgrades? Like instead of five hundred dollars once every five to seven years. Sony and Microsoft put out upgrades for specific portions of consoles for $100 here, $200 there, essentially making them PCs.
1: Like a PC. So yeah. on one hand, like maybe. On the other hand, I feel like $100 here, $200 there is like way lowballing the cost of these potential upgrades. Like knowing how much getting a new graphics card for my PC costs or getting a new processor for my PC costs, um, it's – I don't know that they would be able to stay profitable if it was $100 here, or $200 there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I think you you have these, you know, once every five to seven years, you have a $500 or $600 console because they can take that initial loss on hardware um, for the sake of get, getting the, the software out for for mm-hmm. the next gen and and make their money there. Um, I don't know. I feel like if you want a PC, just fucking buy a PC or build a PC. It's not that hard. Like
0: <laughs> well and, it, and here's the other here's the other reason that I don't think that you're gonna see this come to the console market. This has been tried before in the console market. We we've we literally thirty years ago had the Sega Genesis, the Sega CD, oh, and the Sega 32x. 32x. <laughs> well, like like the, those were exactly what you are
1: yeah, suggesting, I mean, module upgrades
0: it. for for your console, and they fucking tanked.
1: Yeah,
0: because the pro the problem is 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 to be
1: fair, the 32x was also like three hundred fucking dollars. Yeah, no,
0: abs- absolutely, Sega owns a lot of blame there, but the the problem is is that there, there's a lot of pitfalls when you're putting out modular upgrades first the, the first one is price uh as carrie mentioned uh the second one is adoptability and marketing is very difficult around that mm. as well um, and the third part is design like the the in, unless you want to make the system into like a genesis like mother unit which it was with the sega cd and the 32x you have to design them with the ability to do these upgrades in mind and if you want them to appeal to a general consumer you have to basically make it plug and play. Otherwise, yeah. they would just buy a fucking PC, as Carrie as right. alluded to. Um, so, no, I, I don't see this happening. Uh, and I don't know that it makes sense because Sony can just come out with the PS5 Pro one day, repackage the console, and sell it to you again for $500. And you're going to get a significant amount of PS5 day one adopters that will upgrade. absolutely upgrade yeah. that to that console.
1: Yeah. I mean that's I'm looking
0: at one of them. <laughs> two of
1: them. <laughs> that's, that's it, right? Is it's um you know, people who want an easy modular, I'm just going to upgrade this, that, or the other kind of experience will just fucking build a PC. Like consoles still exist because the general populace doesn't want to fuck with that.
0: Mm-hmm. Even the enthusiast populace doesn't want to fuck with that. You think I feel like opening up a PC and buying a $700 graphics card just so so I can run this shit better? Absolutely fucking not. Make it as easy as I can for me.
1: Yeah.
0: And just give me the thing I can plug in and go. Uh, Eric says, favorite video game theme song such as Indestructible for Street Fighter 4? Yeah. There's -hmm. only one correct answer here, for me at
2: least. There's a, there's a ton.
0: There, there's a lot of options, but but as far as the the far and away favorite one for me, it's Snake Eater.
1: It's got to be Ooh. Snake Eater. How one you of. know what? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I could fuck with Snake Eater. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know what? I will say it just because I... <laughs> I've played the song a lot recently because uh it's featured in upcoming oh, Baltimore Gamer Symphony Orchestra concert. Motherfucking Live and Learn from Sonic Adventure 2. That <laughs> like that song is is the epitome of Sonic butt rock. Uh and I have learned to love it very unironically.
0: Are you trying um, to get me to tune into this concert when you guys air it or what's going on here? <laughs> Look <laughs>
1: Like it's it's a fun song to play. Like I I played guitar on on our recording of it rather than bass, and it's a it's a really fun song to play. Tore up my fucking fingies playing it though. <laughs> um.
0: Micah,
2: Uh there are a ton, and uh, I'm looking at my jogging playlist because that's
0: the kind of <laughs> dork I am. Um. While while Mike is looking at that, I will I will throw a nod in for my favorite orchestral. There you go.
1: Is that double dragon?
2: Yes, double dragon. <laughs> <Sure there is. laughs> when I'm out there jogging, me and my pretend brother, we gotta go save my girl, and then I gotta go beat his ass to to be with her at the mm-hmm. end of my run. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah.
1: d- the double dragon song is great. Um, the fucking um the main song from River City Ransom is upper is also up there for me.
2: Yeah, man.
0: Um, I was gonna say Chrono Kr- 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 Trigger is probably my favorite RPG. Opening theme.
2: Any Castlevania song, like literally, that
1: is, is great. Uh, but that, is that is that a theme
2: song great. though? Like, would
0: you consider would, Castlevania theme song? I would not a
1: consider song? Vampire Killer Eight like the, It's not the Castlevania theme song. It's
2: not. Mm. I'm, yeah, I'm, ta- I'm it's talking really about bad. opening
0: opening credits, like you know, or or or, or start screen. I I, I feel like for a theme song, that's that's what you got to go with. I feel Mega Man 2 strong contender. I feel like oh, in this Mega uh, Man
1: 2 and 3 yeah. are are both Oh I, 3 I, I think oh, I mm. I prefer 3. Yeah, you might be right.
0: <laughs> you it's might better. you might be right. Uh
1: 2 like 2 overall as a soundtrack, Mega Man 2 beats out 3 easy. 3 has the better title theme cuz it's got that like fucking bop of like a disco beat underneath it. It it
0: does also it does also lure you in. Uh, more than the Mega Man 2, like like the like the Mega Man 2 theme song intentionally builds to a crescendo, whereas the oh, three yeah. one is kind of lazy to start and then it kind of fucking smacks you in the face out of nowhere. You gotta hold it to the microphone. This is there. like
1: a little guitar solo. <laughs> oh, it's so good.
0: Eric, Eric derailed the podcast accidentally with this question.
1: <laughs> I know how to play this too on guitar. And it fucking hits you. This is it. This wins. This
0: is (laughs) fun. Eric also mentioned Indestructible, which again, as corny as that fucking song is, is a fucking bop, as Carrie would say, as the kids
2: would say. (laughs) Say whatever you want about that song. I love it. Holy shit. Great question.
1: Video game music is good.
0: (laughs) Uh, Henry says, uh, which is the worst Ninja Gaiden sequel? All games in play. Micah, this is probably a question best suited for you since Terrence
2: is not on the show. No, this this is best suited for Terrence. I can't play those games. I never could play them. them. Um, All the 8-bit ones. Uh, The the more modern Ninja Gaidens, I could... uh, I didn't finish any of them, and uh, one of them, they—if you put it on easy, or if you die too many times—they shame you. And Ayane from Dead or Alive comes in, and and says, and she like she she dresses you down, and and is like, "Here, since you're not a, since you're not enough of a man to play this game." How about you wear this how about you wear this purple ribbon around your wrist to remind you that you that you're a you're just a little baby and you can't play this game I'm just like you know what I don't need this get out of here, just get out of here um yeah they were they were all hard for me man every single one of them
0: well they were fucking hard ass games mm-hmm.
2: that's
0: what they're known for um will says best RPG or other genre game to play on iPhone. Um, the best Yeah. I mean, the best phone games to me are ones that don't have any like, like that are almost completely turn-based that don't have a lot of real time mm. aspects to them just cause it's not, I don't, the, the screen real estate, even on larger iPhones to me is not comfortable enough, um, to play anything that requires, you know, constant controlling essentially.
2: Yeah. I play, um, Marvel strike force, which is a turn-based game. Uh, dc legends which is the same thing but with dc paint on it and star wars galaxies which is the same thing with a star wars coat of paint on it and i've been playing them for literally years um they're they're free to play they're free to play games but um you know they try to they try to get you with you know hey don't you want to buy this for some outrageous price uh, to which I say no game. I really don't. <laughs> like, you're just a time killer to me. Um, so, yeah, there are a few out there, but um, but none that are like... I don't know of any that are really good that you could just buy once and just be done with it. Mm-hmm. Not RPGs, anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Leonardo says, since EA leaked another 10 out of 10 Star Wars video game that they're working on, what do you think of this genre... Will be. uh I didn't catch this story. I, I only caught yeah, a I glimpse didn't. of it. um I would have to imagine that it's probably some kind of an action adventure game just because that's
1: um, going
0: to probably head back in that direction.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at a story now. It says a new Star Wars game is leaked, courtesy of EA Motive. And while the leak provides little, little details, it does confirm a new Star Wars action game is in development. There so it's go. an action game.
0: There you go. Uh, I
1: would love an RPG. <laughs> I would love a KOTOR top to bottom remake. Um, Mm. am I going to get one?
0: No. No probably no. not. Probably not.
1: No.
0: Uh Cam says, "I'm sure you guys are covering the forthcoming N7 day announcement and what your guesses for it are." We're actually not. We're doing it now. Uh but moving forward, do you think the probability to be I Cam Cam had a Rashawn moment here. But moving <laughs> forward, do you think the probably to be announced, oh, probable uh, announced trilogy remaster needs to sell really well for us to get a new Mass Effect game. And either way, what would you all like to see from a new Mass Effect? So yeah, so there's a bunch of the cast um, from the game is apparently reuniting for some kind of an event on N seven day. Most Mm -hmm. people assume it's the final, finally official announcement of the long rumored uh, trilogy remaster, uh, which would be nice to have an eventful N seven day for the first time in like a decade. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) be pretty fucking dope. Um, I don't think that the remaster needs to sell like bonkers good to get a new Mass Effect game. I think I would hope that EA understands the reasons that Andromeda was a commercial flop. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of which has more to do with the rushed development and the fact that it, it just wasn't good at launch. Like it had a lot of bad word of mouth when the game released because of technical issues. And I think that they understand that that's a series that there's still plenty of money in. I mean, Mass Effect 2 and 3 are among the most successful games of the PS3, 360 console generation from a sales standpoint. So there's definitely still uh, still water that well. Um, far as I, what I'd like to see for a new Mass Effect game, it's tough, man. It's tough because we thought that they had it right by kind of divorcing themselves from – the Milky way galaxy. Hmm. And it's, that turned out not to be the case. Um, I still think that could work, but I think there has to be more than just a threadbare connection to the events of the original trilogy in order to make that work.
1: I have no thoughts on any of this <laughs> as I have not played any of the mass effect games. I, um, but if they do a remaster, maybe I might. Cause, uh, there's some hot aliens and I'm into that.
2: Yeah. I think you would like, mass effect
1: oh i know i would
2: yeah it's it's really good um i i i would like them to kind of lean back towards the original trilogy and how that game played i i didn't mind the way andromeda played but it it played like um it played like uh what's their other big franchise dragon age Mm -hmm. it played like the newer incarnations of dragon age where your your third person camera is pulled back there's platforming um, I don't necessarily want I don't necessarily need that if you could refine if you could keep refining the over the shoulder cover shooter mechanics and of of the original trilogy like there was something about it that like, it felt very, especially the later games, it felt very action heavy when you're, I would like to see that, but I would also like to see switching from character to character. Like, if I'm, like, instead of giving your characters commands, mm-hmm. I would I, I want your characters, A, to be smart enough to kind of fend for themselves. You can still give them commands, but I want to be able to switch on the fly of where i want my characters to be and it feels like it would probably be a lot more work on the player mm-hmm. but um you know if i gave my characters commands like if they were in like there were rudimentary cover commands right and rudimentary and like use this move now right like i feel like i would have i want the control basically mm-hmm. and um but yeah look just give it to me just 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 hurry up just say it, right? This is the worst kept secret ever, as uh, as I saw someone say. And um, yeah, look, get, give me a reason to come here next week wearing my, my N7 hoodie. Um, that's all I want. <laughs>
0: Uh, Rashawn says with Sony stopping the plate station from doing custom panels for the PS five, how long do you think it will be before Sony has custom plates out and how much do you think they will overcharge them since plate station was only charging 40? I completely glossed over the story on the docket. Yeah. Sony basically, uh, put a cease and desist first on the name, uh, plate station, which, you know, you kind of had to see coming, (laughs) uh, but then on the product entirely. Uh, so the, the plate station folks are canceling all orders and refunding all money uh, good on them. Uh, here's the thing though. I don't, I don't think that plates are inevitable. I think this was a future proofing move from Sony in, in the event they, they decide to sell them later on. They wanted to make sure that they uh, had the I the think market.
1: six months from now they will have custom plates. Uh, and I think they will be $75.
0: I don't think they'll be that expensive. I, I <laughs> think, I think no more 50 than 50. Yeah. Max. 50, 50 seems right. As far as the, uh, the price point. Hmm. Um, but look, I mean, the the fortunate thing with the ones that exist now is that it does seem like at least they're easily customizable yourself if you're brave enough to to do such a thing. Um, not me, but you know, other <laughs> <laughs> others out there uh, who are brave enough. It seems like it'll be easy to kind of customize it to your uh, to your heart's content, or maybe someone can make a cottage industry uh, doing something like that on Etsy or or something along those lines, where you send them in and. Uh, Mm. and they do it for you. I don't know if that takes your PlayStation out of commission for 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 a while, yeah. but you know.
2: Does that void your warranty? Uh, I would have to, <laughs> have to
0: imagine it does. Have to imagine it does cuz I don't I don't think they're designed to Well, I guess they I guess if Sony's going to sell them, they'd have to be designed to come off easily <laughs> in a non-warranty voiding fashion.
2: I don't know. <laughs> I mean, but like if you like like, let's say you go out, you get, or well, you, 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 you get a PlayStation, right? Mm-hmm. Like in this world where PlayStation is still around, and then you have to send your console in, and they look at this and they see like rainbow plates. They're so, like, "Whoa, no, nah, I'm not. We're not. This voice your warranty." You think that'll happen, or do you think it's? I'm just overreacting. I don't I think know. I'm overreacting.
0: I don't know.
1: Yeah, I, don't
2: know. I said, "What we'll the?
0: Have to watch that teardown video again that Sony put out to see to see how how easy those things
2: come off. They um, look pretty easy to come off. Yeah, you, by the way. So <laughs> it's it's a big ass clam, yo. I it,
0: it really <laughs> is. And and you, and you, you know, it's funny like when you have it. So I, I've I've been watching a few unboxing videos when you put the stand on it when it's sitting flat, it it, it floats." Like, like, the stand is literally the only point of contact on the base, and the yeah. the entire rest of the system floats above that, which is wild to me. Are you um,
2: leaning yours? Are you horizontal or vertical? Oh,
0: it's vertical. Like I said, I've got a shelf uh, down below me to my left that has room. It, it's designed to be for a PC tower. So, so, uh, okay. this, so this console will fit nicely into the place that a PC tower is supposed to occupy on my desk. Okay. So uh, Johnny says, do you know Texas? Gary Hart does.
2: Uh, Yo, don't this, I don't. This clip is is, is amazing.
0: Uh, I hope we know Texas after uh, after tomorrow. That's all I'm going to say.
2: Uh, Look, uh, l- let me tell
0: you this: if if you are watching the Look Forward live stream uh, with me and Jay, if somehow there is a final call on the state of Texas and it goes blue, all I'm going to say is you are going to want to be there to witness <laughs> <laughs> to to bear witness. To that celebration. Uh let's see here. Uh <laughs> Malcolm asked to quote time limit draw. Are Melina and Johnny Flamingo uh the same race? I have no idea. <laughs> no clue. Uh Amir says, What's the next video game to get the Netflix green light?
1: Hmm.
2: Uh some Tom Clancy bullshit. <laughs> uh, probably. <laughs> Yeah, Ubisoft desperately wants to get in the movie business, man. They really do, and um, and all of their franchises, uh, all of their major franchises, you know, their big money makers, are um, they're apt for it, right? I can easily see far cry being a a show Mm. right they already got Giancarlo esposito they already got a really good actor to be in their video game i'm sure they could sell their video game idea to be uh, a television show if they're putting assassin if they're making assassin's creed into a television show you can damn sure get some bullshit ass military shit (laughs) Uh, you know that's nothing right and um uh, and and Watchdogs, I think, would be a good. I mean, look at uh, it would be a it will be a, a a decent, not decent, but like it's it's ripe for the Netflix treatment of a cyberpunk world. Look at uh, Altered Carbon and what mm. they butchered that book with, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, any Ubisoft property, uh, any other Ubisoft property, will probably uh, make it to. Netflix.
0: I'm gonna go with a out of left field prediction. That's just that's completely banking on this game blowing up. Bug snacks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's it. That's the one.
0: We'll see. <laughs> and uh, and Ricky is just waiting on Destiny.
2: Again, everything they're doing looks cool. Are you um, into this? Are you into Destiny? Like at ed- like. Like do you have a, a schedule of when you will get back to Destiny?
0: Oh no, I don't. I like I mentioned a couple weeks ago on the podcast, I, I don't know if I truly can, just because that game does take such a time commitment um to kind of immerse yourself in into what you're doing. And I'm I'm still following along with the game. Like like the things they're doing seems cool. Um the new campaign that they're rolling out seems fun and the and the direction that the story is headed in uh is the most interesting that destiny has been in its uh in its 6 year history so far um but it's just tough man it's tough to and and I've also really been enjoying experiencing other games um I feel like that I neglected a lot of games when I was like playing destiny pretty much exclusively for a long time and it's been nice kind of getting back to those other games and, uh, and playing as well. So I'm sure there will be a time that comes along or may, or maybe I'll try to just discipline myself to just kind of log in and blow through the campaigns <laughs> and, and then, and just not, not do leveling, not do and you know, not grind anything out. Um, uh, that's and just, tr- all, that's
2: all they need. That's all they need. Oh, just, just log in. Yeah. <laughs> just log in.
0: But, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm. Uh, part of me is is feels like I'm missing out by not. Uh, right. I mean that shit comes out next week. Like it's super exciting. Maybe, maybe. Oh, really? <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah. The Beyond Light comes out uh, comes out next Tuesday. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe when the next gen when the PS5 upgrade comes out uh, hmm. late this year or or early next year, maybe uh, Cur- curiosity will probably get the better of I me. Mean, I at least will have to log in to see what Destiny uh, looks like in 4K 60. Right, I, mean, I at least
2: got to check deep. that out. That's all I need. Come see what you've been missing.
0: Right. So, (laughs) so yeah, uh, that is it. Thank you guys, uh, for submitting questions to the post office and sufficiently distracting us and putting us at ease for at least the last half hour or so here. Uh, again, Carrie's extra life is in its last, uh, week of donations. Go to densepixels.com slash fans to join the fan group to find out information or check out the show notes for this episode. Uh, you can follow Carrie on Twitch as well at Suffit's Carrie. Uh, I am DensePixelsBrad, Brad Terence's Apparition410
1: Also sure- don't forget uh, I mentioned earlier the uh, BGSO Virtual Concert which is free um, We've set a date for that That is December 16th uh, I'm happy to share Games featured on the set list include Earthbound, Chrono Trigger, Ocarina of Time, Persona 4, Kingdom Hearts Arms, uh, Mario Odyssey, The Last of Us Stardew Valley and some other stuff.
0: So, if you want, if you want to reward Carrie's efforts, the thing that's kept her away from the pod for
1: the last several weeks, yeah. uh, make sure I you check that out. Working real hard as well to arrange most of the music and do all of the video editing. So,
0: so there's that as well. Uh, again, subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast. Uh, subscribe on YouTube uh, by going to youtube.com dancepixels. And if you are listening to this on Tuesday and you have not done so already, please vote that's it we'll see you guys next time see ya see see ya